Thanks for joining me this week on the Tech of Sports and iHeartRadio. And uh, while uh, sports are kind of uh, put to the back burner right now with the coronavirus, uh, we're talking with uh, tennis professional, my friend, uh, co-author Danielle Lau. Kind of and see, check in and see what she's doing uh, in a little uh, uncalled for and unexpected off-season break, Danielle. How's it going, Rick? Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, this is uh, unprecedented times, and uh, you uh, you're you're recording more podcasts than you are playing matches right now. I hear. <laughs> yeah, I am. Not too many matches to be played right now, but um, I'm hanging in there, still staying productive. So, are you able? To, uh, what's your daily schedule? Uh, fitness, uh, practice, uh, match play. What? How are you? Uh, how are you breaking up the week? Right now, uh, where I live, the gyms are closed, so I've um, I've been trying to get a little bit more creative with my fitness. Normally, what I do is I go out for a run and then maybe hit some tennis balls, but now that we've been, uh, our new start date is in June, I guess there's not too much urgency to hit too many tennis balls. You don't want to get too stale over this period of time, so I've been putting tennis in maybe every other day and the rest of the time just uh, bumping up my fitness and um, filling some other personal buckets in terms of spending time with family, um, spending time cooking and such. And, and, yeah, I've also been kind of clearing out my house, clearing out my room to make room for the new stationary bike I bought since the gym is closed. So just kind of been busy arranging that, playing Tetris in my schedule and doing stuff like that. So are you uh, are you just drilling or practicing or match playing? How are uh, how are you approaching it? And do you compare notes with uh, some of the other players? Well, not not too much match play going on. Normally, when I uh, go out for match play, I'll go out to Carson where the training center is, but the training center is actually closed. So um, no no real match play now. Yesterday, I got out with one of my teammates uh, to hit some balls. We've just been drilling uh, just to keep the timing, keep the feel. Uh, haven't really compared notes with everyone else. I think everyone's kind of got their own way to go about it. Everyone's kind of got a different setup depending on where they are. Um, if their gyms are available or not, do they have a training facility available? Uh, but it looks like or appears to me like on Instagram, uh, everyone's kind of in kind of doing the same thing, hitting some tennis balls here and there to just maintain some timing and uh, doing some uh, creative fitness, whether at home or at a park. So just kind of like interchanging with those two things to stay active. But also, yeah, I'll probably use this time to, to rest up a bit, refreshing up. Yeah, this will be a busy time of the year for most players. Um, what uh, So when things start to look like they're breaking a little bit, how do you approach that? Do you uh, go full bore and, and load up your schedule, or do you kind of, uh, um, you know, piece things together as you get into tournaments? Or there's going to be a bunch of people uh, wanting to play r- really quickly. Uh, for someone, you're in the top 200 consistently. Um, you know, you kind of play a mix of events. Uh, what does that mean for your uh, potential schedule for you? Tough to tell because you know you got Roland Garros that's been rescheduled to a different date. 
and it just changes the dynamic of the whole year. I can imagine though, as soon as um, we, as soon as we can nail down like you know officially when we'll start. So right now we're going to start in June, but I don't know if that date's going to move. But yeah, when we get closer and we can really just like lock into a certain day, I'm I'm going to get out there as soon as I can and, and start competing and. Uh, just probably because like being cooped up for so long too, you're, you're you're wanting to go compete. This is what we do for a living, like day in day out. Like we're we're normally on the road half of the year, so uh, yeah, I'd be excited to get back out and you know yeah get after it as soon as I can. Yep, we're with Danielle Lau. Um, I don't know if I don't know if your dog's anywhere close to you right now, but uh, I'm sure the dog <laughs> the dog likes having you around. And uh, we're talking to you from your home in, in California, not on the road somewhere. Um, so, you know, I mean, it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. To, have you uh, talked with some of your friends or the other players? Are, is there an uncertainty maybe about traveling to uh, some of the, uh, the other countries? Yeah, uh, I've talked to some of my uh, past teammates a little bit. We've been, uh, we have a group chat talking about, like, you know, every single update we get. Um, I, don't, I don't think, to be honest, I don't think we're, we're really hesitant to go anywhere. I think the only thing stopping us is the fact that there aren't any tournaments. Yeah. Um, at, at least the people I know. Because uh, I, I guess, like, it's, this whole virus, it's, it's very alarming, It's not, and it's, and it's dangerous, but at the same time, this is also our livelihood. It's our job. And I think, like, if you were to take, um, you just take the title out of being a professional tennis player, any other person, you know, whether it's a businessman, a lawyer, a doctor, or whoever, anyone that's serious about their profession, they would probably do some dangerous things. Or not dangerous things, but some questionable, you know, or, like, some logically questionable things to, to just keep going about their careers and you know and I feel like that's that's just part of it uh, if, if, if we had tournaments to go to next week I'm pretty sure we'd all be on the next plane to get there and um, yeah for for us right now well, of course we're exercising the necessary precautions um, given the situation but yeah when when it's go time to go I'm, I'm sure like we wouldn't think twice to go to go do what we're supposed to do. You were all, you're also a product of the American college system and it was big news when, uh, you know, the NCAA canceled one of their big events in the NCAA basketball tournament, but then also canceled the spring sports for, for a lot of the, uh, the Olympic sports. Um, what you, as someone that's remained close to following college tennis, uh, how would you have felt, uh, if your senior year was, uh, was taken away from you? Like that, I mean, due to nobody's fault, really. I mean, they made a, a decision they had to make, but uh, um, how disappointing had that must be that uh, for the uh, the student athletes out there? Yeah, gosh, I, re I really feel for them. Uh, that was actually one of my one of my first thoughts uh, when I heard that uh, all the all the spring sports were canceled. I texted my teammates and I was like, "Gosh, what happened to all these seniors?" Um, well. I, knowing, like for me, like knowing that my senior year was one of the best years yet, and I just really wanted to finish and give it everything I have, and to to be ready to give that and not be given the chance to do it is definitely disappointing. So, shoot, I I don't know what they're going through right now, but um, hopefully they can 
they can find a way to to go forward and make it fair for everyone in terms of the incoming freshmen and the ones who graduated. Um, I, I I would actually really like to speak to, to somebody um, who's a senior, maybe at the top of the NCAA, and see, like, yeah, what, what their perspective is um, and, yeah, how, how they're going about it and, and coping with this because, yeah, it, it must be really tough. Yeah, and I'm sure there's far, far – uh far-ranging uh, uh, perspectives. Maybe a senior's already got a job lined up or they've already wanting, they're wanting to test the waters of professional tennis and, uh, and they're done with their, their, their degree. Maybe they, they weren't planning on staying around or it's not financially uh, uh, good for them to stay around. So uh, there's going to be different perspectives. Uh, I think it's going to be an individual decision for a lot of those student athletes. So, uh, um, be interesting to see how that uh, that all flushes out. Uh, we're talking with Danielle Lau, a WTA player, uh, top 200, who is uh, who's like a lot of us is ground are is grounded right now and uh, trying to make the best out of uh, a situation nobody's ever seen before. Um, so what I've tried to do, Danielle, is maybe I'm I'm kind of uh, spending time uh, with a, with a couple different hobbies. Um, as someone I know you, but as someone uh, that's got varied interests and you're uh, uh, you have a big pers- different perspective on things. I know one of your hobbies is baking and and food. Are, are you kind of uh, diving into that, or have you have you kind of decided maybe to? And and, and of course your dog. Have, have you kind of uh, have you kind of dividing your time maybe with some different hobbies of some sort? Yeah, yeah, I have been trying to cook a little bit more at home dabbling in different recipes. The other day, I, I baked a whole bunch of cookies and uh, delivered them to my friends' houses. Um, I, instead of being like the newspaper girl, I was the cookie girl. So I, just, um, I, I would stand a few meters away, chuck the cookies at them, and then like go on to the next house. So that was kind of cool for me. Um, and, and yeah, so just like, I guess because we're trying to avoid going to different restaurants and public places, we've been cooking a lot at home, so I've been doing that a lot more. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just like filling, filling the other buckets in your life that you probably didn't make time for before when you were always out of the house. Yeah, making the best of a uh, a weird situation. Yeah, and my mom and my dad are waiting for that box to arrive of cookies to arrive, Danielle, by by uh, U, by USPS at some point. Uh, not nothing's arrived yet, but they're uh, they're they're running to the mailbox each day. Okay. I I can't eat them. I can't eat them. I can't eat them because they're not on my my diet program. But my mom and my dad are eating every cookie in sight. So. Uh, we're, we're talking with Danielle Lau here and, uh, um, yeah, just, uh, um, I, I, I know this has, uh, caught a lot of people off guard, but I think, uh, does it help the, the pros maybe that are, uh, been, have a, a better mental attitude or that are more mentally tough, do you think? Is that, uh, is that more of a battle, you think, maybe than the physical once things get going again? I definitely think it's this, not to say that this is some, situation that should favor or favor somebody but um players with more mental flexibility will probably thrive in this under these conditions you know instead of focusing on um what should be happening at this point in the year they're probably you know mentally flexible people 
will be focusing on, okay, well, how can I make the most of this situation? This is it for sure. Like at any time, anything, anything that causes any stress or anxiety, the mentally flexible will, will thrive. Um, at, at least in my personal opinion. Yeah, I know you get the emails from the WTA and the ITF probably. Um, they've set a ranking freeze. But what does that actually mean? Have you gotten any more information on that than uh, than we have uh, as far as how long that's going to be a freeze for? Or have you asked any questions on that? Yeah, no, to be, to be honest, so I'm kind of in the dark about this also. My teammates and I, we've been talking about... Um, yeah, like, how, how long is this freeze going to be, what's fair, what's not. So I think everyone's just still trying to figure it out. Again, this has never, ever happened before. No. So um, I think uh, it's going to take everyone some time to, to figure out how to make it fair for everyone. From, at least, like, from what I hear, there's been making it fair for everyone from 1 to 1,000. So it's, it's going to be tough. Yeah, last last thing as we wrap up here with Danielle, um, uh, one sport maybe where you can uh, practice social distancing better than others is the sport of golf because it's uh, so uh, the, the courses are so big and there's a lot of space and a lot of open areas. Are you gonna uh, resurrect the golf career at all during this break and uh, and get out there and take a few swings? No, I think we're going to have to be locked down for a lot longer than what we are locked down now for me to go go start picking up golf. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got a tea, I got a tea, I got a tea time next week. I was thinking of seeing if you wanted to come on out and and play eighteen. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd, get, I'd have to be on lockdown for a lot lot longer oh. for me to start picking it up. I just know how long it's going to how long it's going to take to get the game back to. To how you like it, and like for you to invest that amount of time, you have to have enough time. Uh, I saw one of your ex-teammates playing golf though uh, on on social media this week, so I didn't know if you were uh, if you were getting involved in that or not. No, no, past life. That's a past life. Um, I've been trying to cook and trying to figure out how to stay fit. Um, to the running now too, so I've been using my extra time to to do those things. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being being a good sport. Uh, I, don't, I don't keep you as long as some of the other podcasts because I know uh, I know your dog probably wants to go for a walk or something. So uh, uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can talk as long as we want. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll follow all your exploits. I'll put links in the uh, the show notes. And uh, always good to talk to you, whether uh, in person or uh, over the phone. Yeah, always good to chat with you, Rick. Thanks for having me. Okay, thanks for coming on.